Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, previewing your Monday, April 19th edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Lots of fun on the diamond. You can find me on Twitter at Pediatric and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scotty Bogman, how are we doing, man? Hey, hey man, the Diamondbacks won a couple games this Ooh, weekend. Ooh, what a so. weekend. Mad bum. Five innings, didn't get shelled. I didn't get absolutely crushed. That that was uh, a very very good outing for him, and you know our, our buddy the Welsh was excited too. He's like, "Hey, Mad Bum was pretty good." I'm like, "Well, let's not say he's good. Let's say he looked pretty he good." Survived. He survived. He <laughs> survived. He did survive. So uh, happy for that. Uh, not happy that Ronald Acuna left on Sunday night. A lot of Sunday in- injuries. A lot of Sunday yeah, injuries. yeah. There were a bunch of them. You know, obviously Bellinger on the IL now with the the fibula fracture. And they're staying potentially two months. Ones. Potentially two months for Bellinger. Really, two months? If know. it's a legit fracture, like they're saying in the fibula, because it's a weight. He said a hairline leg. fracture, which is yeah, the but, same thing that Gallon had in his pitching elbow. Yeah, but this is a weight bearing weight weight bearing limb. He's got to use it to plant on and stuff. So it's got to be. Right. Yeah, we'll see. But like Starling Marte left with an injury. Uh, Lance Lynn's on the IL. Oh, that's the like worst. that one crushed I me. One. Like I, I love that big hairy. Guy. He's a big fat guy like us. We got to yeah, appreciate I, him. I respect him. He just goes out there and slings it for 120 pitches. It's beautiful. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a rough one on the diamond there, but still great baseball to be seen all weekend. Lots of fun. Love, all I know love is, the, uh, the the Dodgers and Padres. That's just about to say. I, I got the on the conversation. So great. Friday, yeah, first game out of the 19 they're going to face, they were already going at it. I'm like, this needs to be on MLB Network or Fox or somewhere every single time they're on TV. Your ratings will go through the roof. Like, this is must-see TV with these two teams. Because they all have ace, they all have aces. So yeah. it's like it's it's great games all around. Yeah, it's not like a thirteen to three drubbing like if they're playing the Diamondbacks or Giants yeah. Yeah, or exactly. anything. It, it's uh, it's a good good matchup. I mean, this is team number one and team number three as far as World Series odds uh, before the year started. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And I think I was talking about this on the ITL Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I feel like. The uh, chippiness that we've had early in the season is because there were gigantic fines and suspensions for any fights last year because of COVID. And we might go back to that because, you know, on today's slate, it got bumped from uh, seven games to six games because of more COVID issues. So maybe we're going to go back to that soon. But I kind of like the rivalries that we're seeing in in the chippiness. I don't want to see anyone, you know, get domed or anything but uh let, let's uh I, I like the rivalry i i like uh the dust-ups a little bit and stuff like that it, it definitely adds a lot of fun to these games yeah the rivalry is great the, the trash talking is great yeah no no dome shots we don't need that but you know if you guys want to talk some trash and have some fun like i'm all for it that like it was, it was good profar and kershaw trying to go at it like basically profar telling him i'm not gonna say it on the show to do but it was great like he could read lips real quickly on that one so i, I was a fan <laughs> of it. it it was good to see and for a stadium having like 30 to, I don't know if it's 30 to 40%, give or take a San Diego, that place was rocking. Like yeah. if that, like that, we haven't gotten to sold out stadiums yet. That place, the beat LA chance, that place was rocking. So <laughs> I know, I guess it's just because we've missed stadium like fans for so long 
it was so like Friday night tuning into that. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that place gets rocking too. I, I went there when uh, to a sold out game on the 4th of July. I think it was the second game Manny Ramirez came back from his giant suspension. There were so many Dodgers fans. There were so many Padres fans. And then here I am, you know, just uh, happened to be in San Diego for the 4th of July weekend. And it was it was a great time. Like the, the chants were so loud. It sounded like let's go Dodres. Is what it sounded like because both teams were trying to yeah. drown each other out. Uh, they, they gave away like this big Tony Gwynn towel. It, it was that place can't can get rocking and, and be a lot of fun when it's full. It, it's surprisingly big for uh, a big league ballpark. It's like you know, Chase Field is kind of like that too. It's a little cavernous, it's it's a big place that holds a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, the, these and it's just gonna get worse when the heat gets, uh, yep. uh, you know more infectious to people and starts really bothering them. So going to have some real short fuses. So going to be a fun season. Yeah, it is. It's great to have it going. Hopefully the COVID situations come under control. As uh, you mentioned, the twins basically didn't play Saturday or Sunday uh, due to COVID situation. So that means the angels didn't play as well. So that's why if you're looking at FanDuel, they saw Quintana in there, but they moved the rotations around Bundy's pitching uh, Quintana throw Wednesday. Um, but the, the twins A's game is not being played on Monday. Uh, DraftKings just erased it from the slate. FanDuel still has it on the slate because that's FanDuel, and you have to figure it out for yourself. So that's um, that's fun there, but it's it's, it's going to be a doozy. And let's just get out of Bogman. Let's let's start breaking down six games on this wonderful, wonderful Monday. And oh, and one other thing: there's one day game, the Boston Marathon game, eleven ten yeah. Eastern, not on the main slates. But uh, if you have season long fantasy, set your lineups. So keep that in mind. <laughs> um, but Giants at Phillies, Kevin Gossman, Chase Anderson, over under eight and a half in this one. This is a, a fun one here just to start things off. You got Gossman at 85 on FanDuel, Chase Anderson at 6K on DraftKings, Chase Anderson 68, Gossman 66. Quite the price difference for Gossman. Are you intrigued with either of these arms? Uh, I'm a, intrigued a little bit by Gossman. He did let us down in his last start. Uh, and this is a road Philly start. So. I like him a little bit, but not as much as I would like him at home in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm trying to be very picky on my pitchers on this small slate. And I don't think Gossman's going to make the cut. A, because I respect the Phillies offense a lot. Um, there's like there's like two or three pitchers I would put in a, a basket of if you want to be really different on a small slate. Gossman would be one of them. We'll talk about a few more obviously later. So if you want to go that route and be like totally contrarian, sure. But I'm, I'm going to pass on him as well. Uh, what bats do you like in this game, though? Because the Giants are chirping loudly for me. Yeah, I mean, you're the Giants fan, so uh, you're probably going to know better than me. But I do have a lot to point out here, a little PVB data. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, three for five in his career against Gossman with a double and a homer, so two extra base hits there. Harper, five for 12 against Gossman. Gene Segura, five for 10. So three big parts of the lineup have pretty good PVB data here. Uh, Donovan Solano in his career against Chase Anderson, two for six with two doubles. So two extra base hits for him, three for seven for Flores, six for 18 with uh, two doubles for Buster Posey. Uh, other bats that I like, uh, Didi Gregorius at 4,800, 2,800 on FanDuel, nice cheap option. Reese Hoskins still uh, hitting pretty well, 4,500, 3,400 is his price. Alec Bohm, 3,500, 2,400. And Brandon Belt just yep. uh, hitting really well recently, 3,400 and 2,300, a nice cheap option at first. Yeah, I love Belt. He's a cash game play on both sides for me, and he's definitely a piece of a stack. I love him in this situation for Sanderson. So cheap. And then the Giants, they're okay. They're they're, they're re decently affordable on DraftKings. Belt's the cheapest one that I like. But on FanDuel, like Posey 
He might play at the elbow situation. He's 2,300 on FanDuel. Solano's 23. Alex Dickerson, who we love facing versus Chase Anderson, is 23. So that there's a lot to like here. You could go Crawford if you want. I'd pass. Like, you can get your strengths, get 3K on FanDuel. He's like 51 on DraftKings. I think that's an outstanding value. So those are the kind of the things I'm like. If you can go like a, a belt, Yastrzemski, Dickerson, I'm like in love with that situation uh, on a giant stack. So go there. And if you're playing DraftKings, if Posey doesn't play, you can get Casali for 3K. He's one of the cheaper catcher options on the slate. Um, when it comes to the, the Phillies, though, I love paying up for Harper today. He took Saturday off with a back injury, hit an absolute moonshot in his first at bat on Sunday. He's healthy. If Gossman slips up at all, and the splitter's been very wonky, that's my big season-long problem with him. If the splitter's not there, he's not going to be that effective. If it's off at all, Harper and the Phillies are going to have a field day. I'm not going full stack on them. I want the giant stack, but just uh, keep keep that one on your radar with Harper. I think he's one of the better pay-up spots that Michael kind of overlooked because Gossman gets a lot of respect for good reasons. All right, St. Louis at Washington. These guys faced off last week. We get some rematches here. Flaherty versus Ross over under eight. This is a very intriguing one because you got Flaherty at 88 on FanDuel. On DK, he's 85. Ross, 79 on DK, 76 on FanDuel. I'm in. I'm, I'm liking some stuff here. What arms are you liking? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Flaherty frustrates me, so mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm into it right now. So I'm going to be out on Flaherty, and uh, I'm – Ross has been good though. Ross has been pretty good. 7,900, 7,600, I think is a decent, you know, uh, GPP play. Yeah, I think Ross's GPP play, it's just there's guys around him that I'd rather pay for for their ceiling, but Ross has been good. And again, kind of like the Gossman comment, Ross will come in extremely low owned. So I think that it's an intriguing play. I'm actually in on Flaherty on this slate. I usually am not in on Flaherty. I like him a lot. This Washington offense, it's, it's boomer bust. Like I don't like Flaherty in cash. But right now, they're just in a funk, like a massive funk. Over the weekend, they won like on a walk-off home run by Schwarber. They get shut down by Bumgarner. It's been really hot and cold with these guys. And the one thing Flaherty's doing, he's still striking out a lot of guys. So he's not like 10K like he used to be. He's 85 on DK. He's 88 on FanDuel. I'm good with that. So I don't mind Flaherty, especially as an SP2 on DK going there. GPP only, though, not cash. Uh, what bats do you like in this game? Yeah, there's a couple bats here. Uh, I like... You know, Arenado, 5,100, 3,600. Uh, three for eight in his career off of Ross with three doubles, so getting extra bases there. Yachty's three for 10 off of him. I like that one. Uh, other bats here, I mean, you can just pay up for Soto at any point. Guy's so good. 5,800, 4,100. He's expensive. Uh, Turner hit two bombs yesterday, 5,400, 3,800 on, on FanDuel, so I like that price for him a lot. Uh, Schwarber, also big price discrepancy here, 4,900 on DK, but 32 on FanDuel, I think that's a decent value. Dylan Car Carlson, thirty four hundred and three thousand, I think is another nice buy. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Cardinals, as much as I respect Ross, you're wondering how real it is. This could be the night to play a low owned Cardinal stack if Ross really does struggle. I think it's it's one of the the tournament angles on this six game slate. And for that reason, like you mentioned, Carlson thirty four is three K on FanDuel, like you said. I think one of the big discrepancies, Tommy Edmonds, the fifty three on DK, he's twenty nine on FanDuel. Wow. I am all about I am all about him on FanDuel. Like that Absolutely. one second base and I feel like I, I, I had this talk in a chat like last week when like it was in the it was in the Line Star chat. Get the Line Star app on the um Apple Apple App Store and Google Play and you can be in this chat too. Someone said, How does DK keep pricing Tommy Edmund above five K? I said it's nice of them to do that because then I'll never play him. Like it's just <laughs> so much easier. But at twenty nine on FanDuel, very much in play. Very, very much. So, <laughs> very much. Especially in a, in um tournaments but there, there's some intriguing angles when it comes to the cardinals that 
I think they'll go kind of overlook because people are respecting Ross. This could be the, the kind of night to play him, uh, play them as a little bit of a difference because we go on to Tampa Bay and Kansas City where the wind's blowing in about 15 miles an hour from left field apparently, and it's going to be cold, but it's two pitchers people like to target. And we don't have a, we don't have a, a total on this one yet. We're kind of waiting on that because <laughs> Fleming is going to take on Duffy, and they're, they're still approving Fleming. Uh, Fleming is not on Fandle yet. Yarborough's there, but it's Fleming. Duffy's 83 on Fandle. On DK, though, we got Duffy at 70 or 7,000, Fleming at 72. Are you interested in, in, you know, both these pitchers have been pitching pretty well? Yeah. I mean, look, I feel like Fleming has pitched 38 games already this season, <laughs> and he's only pitched in one game. It was against the Rangers. And, uh, you know, he, he was, gave up one run over five innings, struck out two, uh, only walked two, gave up uh, four hits. So decent outing there. I mean, he's okay. Uh, Duffy, I think uh, if I'm going to pick a pitcher here, I think I would go with Duffy. Um, but uh, I this 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 game has a weird feel for me uh, with the wind blowing in and the starters potentially changing and stuff. Uh, I'm this one weirds me out. So if I'm going to pick a pitcher here, I am going to take uh, Duffy and not Fleming. I like how you said that. This game weirds me out as well because, like, I kind of want to use Duffy because he's been pitching well, and I was kind of a believer that. In the preseason, he's you know he's going to give up three or four runs most starts. We can throw six or seven innings. He's going to strike out enough guys. So as long as he's not too expensive, which seven K is not too expensive, especially on a small slate, he can pay things off for you. He's gone over twenty DraftKings points in both starts this year. He's been very effective. So if you want to go there, I get it. But the reason why it's like a frustrating, confusing game, like you said, is I kind of want to attack both guys too because there's some good right-handed bats in this lineup. So it's like pick your poison or just kind of stay away. I'm not sure where I'm at completely, but there is some interesting value. What bats do you like in this game? Yeah, there's a couple bats here. I mean, Witt, still hot, 5,400, 3,900. Uh, Salvador Perez has been really hot. Uh, obviously, you got to pay up for more for him and DK because you got a roster a catcher. 4,900, 3,300 on FanDuel, though. Uh, so a nice value there. Joey Wendell has been uh, pretty hot recently, 4,300, 3,100 for him. Solaire, 3,300, 2,700. Uh, for a little power and Manny Marco, one of your boys, uh, twenty nine hundred on both, so yep. significant discount on DK. Yeah, I love I love the the Margot value for sure. Yeah, like you said, Solaire's nice and cheap, and like these guys are just tournament players. Solaire hasn't playing. been hitting yet, but yeah, you know, you, you get him on though. that nice night, yeah, and he's yeah. going to hit a couple bombs, you know. And I love the idea of Salvi because it's expensive, so he kind of gets overlooked. But when he's hitting, you just ride that wave. And the, overall, the catchers aren't great on this slate. Like they're usually not great in general, but you have like, you have no Gary Sanchez. You have no like cheap stallings. All these kind of guys like to punt with is if they're not there, like it's a weird, weird slate for when you have to take a catcher. But also I wanted to mention on DK hundred O's 31 on Fandle is only 22. He's starting to get going and Hanser Alberto loves hitting lefties. He's three K on DK 21 on Fandle. So those could be a couple more values. If you want to pay up at other positions to take a look at, like, I don't think I'm full on stacking this game, but the idea of taking a value piece here or there to kind of fill out a roster, I'm okay with uh, on that one. It's just it's a weird game, like you said. Uh, Texas at the Anaheim Angels, Arihara versus Bundy. Uh, there's no total because of the pitching change. I'm guessing it'll be about eight and a half to nine, give or take, because Arihara is a big contact pitcher. Uh, what arms do you like in this one? Uh, you know, Arihara looked a little better in his last outing, so I'm not wholly and completely against him. Like I don't think I might stack against him, but this Angels team is a good contact team, so I don't want to mess with it. So uh, maybe Bundy, but I think there's better pitchers to pay up for today than Bundy also. So uh, Bundy is a maybe. Arihara is a no. Well, I'm all in on Bundy. 
So okay. it's the guy. It's the guy I love at seventy-seven. Um, I love his strikeout upside. I love the inconsistency and lack of overall talent on the Texas lineup. Um, if he can just navigate through like Lowe and Gallo, like Calhoun's back and Garcia's there, but there's a lot of strikeouts with all that. They're working it out right now. Yeah, sure. there's a lot of strikeouts. So I think it's one of those. We've seen Bundy do it. He's done it in both starts. He goes at least six innings. He throws like 95 to 100 plus pitches every time. And he always gets the strikeouts no matter what. So I'm willing to, to give that a dice. And, and I think his floor is great. That's why I like him on this short slate. I think he got like a 15-point DK floor, but like a 25-point FanDuel floor with a massive ceiling. So I got I like Bunny at 77 for sure. Yeah, Texas, uh, the third highest strikeout rate in the league right now, uh, only ahead of the Cubs and the Orioles. Yeah, so I'll, I'll enjoy targeting that for now. If it burns me, it burns me. But on a six-game slate, I'll take that floor. Um, what bats do you like? Uh, well, I, I, I'll pay up for Trout today, 6,400. Um, Jared Walsh, decent bat, 250, 3,500. Uh, Otani, once again, you know, he's a little cheaper than he should be. I mean, this guy, you know, if you look at MLB Savant, he's top of everything right now. It's yeah. unbelievable. So, but 4,600, 4,400 for him. Gallo, as you mentioned, 4,400, 3,000. And Calhoun, since he's still, you know, working his way back, 2,600 and 2,100. Really, really cheap option. Yeah, I, I like the, the value with Gallo or with Calhoun and a couple other guys uh, for sure. But I'm, I'm pretty much on Bundy. It'd be one of those if I wanted to kind of be different in a lineup. If I find out Bundy's going to be chalky, okay, then you, you play some low on Texas and see what happens. I love the Angel stack, especially it's expensive, but like the the Trout, um, the Trout, Otani, and um, Walsh, like just that threesome right there. Uh, I'm fine with that. It's an expensive stack, but you give me those three big bats in the middle of that order. I'll dance with that all day long. So I'm good there. I think that's a, a fun one to tackle because at worst, if Arahara goes five or six and you get some bad bullpen as well. So right. enjoy and have fun. Milwaukee at San Diego. Brandon Woodruff, Joe Musgrove, over under seven. I hope this goes under because I just want to see a pitching duel. <laughs> um, like These are just two good arms that I like both very much. Musgrove 10-5 on Fandle. Woodruff 96 on Fandle. Musgrove 10-2 on DK. Woodruff 9,000. Both priced up for good reasons. Which arms do you like tonight? I mean, this game is, you know, one of those that could be uh, under two hours if it plays out right, like you said. Um, I If I have to pick one, I'm going to go with the cheaper option of these two and take Woodruff at 9,000, 9,600. Uh, I mean, not to, you know, I'm not bashing Musgrove. Obviously, he's great and probably going to be one of the higher owned pitchers in cash games. But um, I think if I'm debating between the two, I'm going to go with the cheaper option and take Woodruff. Yeah, for me, I'm going Musgrove just because the you mentioned it a second ago. Or no, you didn't because they're probably just behind Texas. But the strikeouts Milwaukee brings to the table is very, very high, like extremely high. So that's just been a target of mine this last week. We just keep track, like attacking, attacking, attacking. Yelich is probably still out, but their offense is heating up. So I respect that. I think Woodruff's a great tournament play because people just don't put anybody against San Diego. So I think that's a yeah. great tournament play. I'm all for that. I'm going to go Musgrove. But I would say if... I, I know I, I keep saying it. If you want to be really unique, put a Milwaukee stack together because no one's going to tonight. No one. Oh, will. that's a good idea. Yeah. No I like kind of that all. contrarian play for yeah. sure. So what bats do you like here? Uh, well, Machado, uh, you know, two for five in his career with a double off of, uh, off of Woodruff. So that, that's nice. Uh, one other PVB guy is Keston Hera, who is terrible right now, but he's three for eight with a double and a homer in his career off of Musgrove. So that's nice. But I mean, it's, you know, paying up for, uh, some of these bats, you know, 
Fernando Tatis is back, 5,100, Nice cheap option on FanDuel. Uh, Travis Shaw, the mayor of Ding Dong City, your guy, 4,200, 2,700. Worth at 38 and 28 is a nice option. Profar has been playing pretty much every day. He's 28 on both. And uh, Tommy Pham, 2,700, 2,200. I know some of these guys aren't hitting, but, you know, value. if you, if you can get them at a value, we know they're going to hit eventually, and, and today could be the day. Yeah, I like the Cronenworth price tag. He's kind of getting bumped down a bit because of Woodruff, which is cool because I respect Woodruff too. But Cronenworth just took Bauer deep. Like it, yeah. he he can hit. He's just a hitter, so I don't mind him at all. Especially like a cash game play. I love Profar if he's hitting at the top of the order where he was before Tatis came back. If somehow Tatis takes the day off or something and Profar back could. at top, definitely yeah. could. Uh, I think that's a great play. Um, when it comes to the to the Milwaukee stack, I was thinking of. Garcia's heating up big time, and so is JBJ, and so is Travis Shaw. All three are affordable. Yeah, just any, like a, like you don't have to go a massive stack, but just like a little bit of exposure that for some reason something goes wrong with Musgrove, no one's going to own these guys, and you could yeah. really really have some fun there. Yeah, no Yelich in the lineup. Yeah, the, the more the more we talk about this, the more I do like Musgrove. Yeah, that's, that's the right. thing is like it's a good team if they're all healthy and like hitting like they should be. They're just not right now. Right, it's it's just one of those deals. Last game of the night, Los Angeles Dodgers, Seattle Mariners, Dustin May, Justice Sheffield, over under eight. How chalky is Dustin May going to be tonight, Bogman? I mean, that's the bet. That's going to be the most owned pitcher, I think. And that's my favorite pitcher on the stack, too. I think it's it's almost an easy call, you know, because Woodrow and Musgrove are playing each other. So, you know, that that's kind of rough. Bundy is probably next and then Flaherty. So, uh, and after that, probably Gossman, that's probably how you would order these pitchers today. Uh, so, but yeah, may is going to be at the top of a lot of lineups. Yeah. He's 97 on DraftKings, 93 on FanDuel. He's going to be very popular, like right sandwich between Woodruff and Musgrove. So I'm going to just avoid him just out of principle on a six game slate and just the volatility that like he threw 88 pitches and then 71 because the Dodgers are going to Dodger. And yeah. when he throws that 71, he crushes you. And it's just, it's so I, I couldn't, I can't play him in cash in tournaments. Yes. Cause if he pitches great, great. I'm just going to avoid it and go elsewhere, but I totally understand hundred percent playing him. Um, what bats do you like on this? Yeah, there, there's, I, and, and look, I think a nice contrarian play might be Sheffield. So, um, you know, because he is, he might be the lowest owned pitcher since may oh, is probably going to be the highest on pitcher. So Sheffield might be a nice contrarian play, but I mean, it's Dodgers bats here. You know, it Pollock is cheap at 31 and 22 Seager 46 and, uh, 3,300 Kyle Seager, by the way, uh, 46 and 3,300 Corey is 5,700 and 3,800. Uh, Justin Turner has been hot 5,500, 4,300, uh, Muncie is a, a nice play here, 5,000 and 3,600. And of course you can play bets whenever you want. So it's kind of, uh, you know, if I am going to stack bats from one team, it will be the Dodgers today. Yeah. I love Turner. Turner's just hitting everything right now. He's expensive 55 and 43, but he's, he's been worth the price lately. Muncie. I like that call. Cause he's, these people see lefty lefty. He hits lefties just fine. So don't, don't worry about that. I think similar to the, the Milwaukee idea. Cause if May's wonky, like he can be, it can get interesting. Like I'm not. As, I like stacking the Milwaukee one more than Seattle. But if you want to go like Hanniger, Seager, France, and Marmaleo, some combo there, I think you'll get some ownership there. Because there's value, like you mentioned, with those ones, especially Marmaleos and a couple others. So you could go there if you want to get really different. But I don't think that's the angle I'm going to take tonight. Um, recapping things real quick before we head on out of here, um, and uh, recapping the most important things. Go check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app on Twitter at Line Star MLB. 
Go to the App Store, Apple App Store, Google Play, download it. Awesome stuff there. Just great tools, the chat, all the good stuff there. Um, give a rate and review on iTunes. We'd appreciate that a ton. And you can also check out the podcast on YouTube, on the Line Star YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, all the good stuff there to keep pumping this thing through. But Bogman, we kind of hinted at it, but let's recap it for everybody. What would be your cash game arms tonight? Uh, cash game arms are going to be um, May and Musgrove and Woodruff. The, yeah. Those are the three for me. I'm going Musgrove Bundy. That's my combo. That way I can pay up for my angels. Um, what's your GPP pitcher tonight? Uh, GPP uh, for, for me, I mean, I like May in both scenarios, uh, but probably probably Duffy in that in that one. And for me, it's Flaherty. I, I, I never play Flaherty, so people beware. But I just, <laughs> there's something about this tonight. I'm, just, I'm in on it, so we'll see how I write it. I, I like the Duffy idea as well, if you want to save some cash and see how that works. Yeah, I like out. the wind blowing in. You know, yep. uh, it, it feels like it's going to be one of those weird long games. Definitely. Um, who are you stacking up tonight? Uh, I mean, I, Dodgers are, are the big stack tonight. So I think the Dodgers, we mentioned the Angels before. Um, those are probably the two for me. And my two top ones, Giants and Angels. Let's dance. Let's see what happens. I'll know if my night's over real quick because the Giants are the first game of the <laughs> evening. So that's always good. Uh, we'll, maybe we can record and I'll be crying. We'll find out. But um, with all that being said, people, they tweet it out every every day with our picks and Mr. Ryan Humphrey's picks. The home run calls. Retweet it. If one of us hits him, Bogman hit one last week with Vladito. You get some free swag. Bogman, who's going yard tonight? Uh, give me Nolan Arenado against Joe Ross. Like that's that. where I'm going to go for this one. I like that. Getting a little sneaky there with the with the with the cardinal right. play. I like Let's it. I go. like it. I'm not going to get sneaky. Shohei Otani going deep tonight. <laughs> I am in love with him. I, I I we say it. You said it. They keep underpricing him for what he's worth. Like yeah. the fact that Walsh was always priced higher than Otani makes zero sense to me at it all. It doesn't make any sense. And they're yeah. both first base outfit eligible. Like it just doesn't make sense. So Otani's going deep again. He's going to keep running it. If you just want to take him and Trout both going deep, go for it. But Otani's going deep tonight. I'm all in on the Angels. So we'll see what happens. But any final thoughts? It's a six-game slate. It's Monday, Bogman. What, 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 what do you want to give the listeners? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, the D-backs can't lose because they have a day off, so that's nice. Uh, and I'm really intrigued to watch this Musgrove and Woodruff, uh, you know, uh, show here. And, and uh, I'm, I'm interested to see when we get a little deeper in the season here how these prices start changing because some of these guys are not hitting. So some of them are already kind of low. But uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna see the the stock market prices of these guys start fluctuating. So I'm excited about that too. Yep, it's something we talked about a lot last year. It's like just keep playing Glaber Torres, keep playing Rafa, like keep playing guys <laughs> are struggling because eventually they're gonna get hot and it takes like three to four days before they change the prices and you can run away with it. So have fun right. with that. But uh, that'll wrap us up on this episode again. Check out Line Star, all the good stuff there. Check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Pediatric. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. But good luck tonight. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.